1: Welcome to Quantum Revenue Expansion, where we keep you motivated, inspired, and thinking big. Upleveling into quantum revenue is a choice that we can all make in any moment and then continue to make that choice to stay in that space each day. On this podcast, Ursula will share revenue growth strategies to reach your next level and introduce you to CEOs just like you who are making it happen. What's your next quantum leap going to be? See it, own it, and take that first step. If this is you, then Ursula wants to invite you to join us at the next 2X Intensive now. Go to salescoachnow.com slash apply. You are listening to Quantum Revenue Expansion with your host, Ursula Menchez. Let's go.
0: Hey everybody, and welcome back to Quantum Revenue Expansion, where we turn your annual income into your monthly income. Today, I'm super excited. I have an amazing guest, Julia Zilke from Australia, (laughs) and we're going to talk about the fastest way to catapult your confidence and increase your income. I'm going to add a side note in the middle of a pandemic. So let me say that again, the fastest way to catapult your confidence and increase your income in the middle of a pandemic, but if I can say it, pandemic, you're going to love her story. Julia, welcome to the (laughs) podcast
2: oh good morning how are you thanks
0: for I having am me well i am well we are afternoon here morning there but this is how you and i hang out this is all these different time zones so super excited to have you here to share your story today but before we do that before i tell you all about julia so many things i want to tell you so so many updates number one if you haven't yet and i know many of you have already but go to ursulainc.co right on the main page i made it so easy you can get quantum revenue expansion the masterclass, on Inside of that course, we cover three things. One, how to create your brand new quantum revenue container to turn your annual income into your monthly income two, how to uplevel your pricing and packages, especially if you've been a little stuck in that area, you find a lot of our clients show up and then like double or triple their prices in alignment with who they are and how they're showing up in the world. And then third, we talk about how to collapse time and reach your quantum revenue goal even faster. Quantum physics, one of my favorite things to talk about. So it's certainly my favorite part of that class. I think you'll enjoy it as well. So go to UrsulaInc.co. It's right on the homepage. Just put your information in and we'll send you the class. Then... If you haven't yet and you're thinking, you know, I'd like to hang out with Ursula and Rebecca for two days and really dig into my business, go to Ursulaink.co forward slash apply. Send us a few details about you and your business and we'll get you all the information about the 2X Intensive, what our next course is, what's covered in it, all the things that you want to know. And let me tell you, I just... Just last week, talked to a new client and I'm not even sure. I think she saw me on YouTube, some random place. And she's like, I just knew I had to be there. So if what we're talking about resonates with you and you just feel that pull, like I just, I have to be there. Just apply. Send us your information. We'll get you all set up. All right. Finally, if you like the show, maybe you even love the show, wherever you listen or wherever you watch, we'd love your review. We really appreciate that. It helps other people figure out if they should watch the show or listen to the show as well. And then after you give us a review, you can go to UrsulaInc.co forward slash giveaway. And we have a little gift to say thank you. I'm not going to tell you what it is. You have to go there. But anyway, definitely, if the show resonates, leave us a review. All right. Clearing the deck here. Let's talk about Julia. Julia. After 20 years in the corporate world, selling everything from knockdown, which is IKEA style thank you furniture, to advertising space in a national newspaper and a whole host of medications in the pharmaceutical industry, Julia, like many of you, felt the call to do more. Julia had won the top sales awards and managed multi-million dollar accounts, but when she discovered sales coaching, she realized that she could do so much more. Selling roles are tough this we know. You need to be resilient. You need to be confident. You need to be humble and hungry all in one day, and then get up and do it all again tomorrow. There's no hiding behind a desk. You're in front of people hustling every day on the phone, right? So armed with a bachelor of psychology, or excuse me, a bachelor of science, a bachelor of business, a neuroscience coaching qualification, and 20 years experience, Julia created Sales Inside Edge. Her passion is to empower entrepreneurial business owners to take charge of their sales figures and earn the income they really want and more. She doesn't just teach you how to sell and how to create a pathway to your dream income, but also how to deal with the fear, the imposter syndrome, the limiting beliefs, and the rejection that comes with running a business and selling what you love. Oh my gosh, like I could just, we're going to swim around in this. So Julia, welcome. And tell us like Tell us a little bit more about your story and how we ended up here in this moment, because I think it's very interesting. Yeah,
2: absolutely. Um, And I think being a sales rep and being on the road, I I remember someone saying to me once, you know, you've got all of this extra time. I remember thinking extra time. No, I don't. And then I discovered (laughs) podcasts. So I would drive, pardon me, 20 odd hours a week. And that's when I found you. I found podcasting and I found all of these incredibly inspiring people so I just spent I want to say the last four years of my career just diving into so much information and so many incredible inspiring people and you know when you say I started my business in the pandemic I feel like I almost started it four years prior to that but it took me all that time to have that courage and really I don't know, really get clear on what it was that I wanted. But then the pandemic didn't even, it it didn't even enter my mind. I remember having my my mother-in-law probably say to me, are you sure this is a good time? But it didn't even enter my mind. I was so clear on what I wanted to do and how I wanted to do it. And, you know, I used people like you and Tony Robbins to really help me find that direction and find that real desire and get clear on what I wanted to do.
0: Yeah, well, congratulations, and thank you for putting my name in the same sentence as Tony Robbins. I will own that, and <laughs> and now like you it. are you are one of one of us, one of the sales people uh, who has taken a dive into the coaching world. So I just want to congratulate you because I know it's not easy, and yet I think for you it was the perfect time. And also, one of the things you mentioned, and you know, you said you know, something about purpose, like you, you were following this calling. So the pandemic like, didn't matter. I think that's such a great point is like, when, when it's our purpose, when it's our passion, when we know we're meant to help people, that burning fire pandemics just seem like an opportunity. (laughs) Like it's like, absolutely. Absolutely. So let's dive in a little bit more to thinking about making that shift, because I'm guessing we have sales professionals who are listening or people who want to launch their own business, what would you say to them? Like, what was your, like what was the thing that pushed you over in spite of like all the reasons that you could have said, yeah, it's not a good time or I'm not going to do it.
2: Yeah, that's a really good question and a
0: tough one. I don't know. um... Off script everyone. You guys know I go off script. So here we go. We're already off script. Sorry, Julia. I love
2: it. No, I love it.
0: I love the question. I think, um,
2: Like, I literally remember the day I was walking on the beach when I made this decision that that was it. Like, I could not keep doing what I was doing anymore. And it was an interesting position because it wasn't like I didn't like my job. And I think that's what, you know, I had so many people who had left their corporate work because they hated it, didn't like the boss, didn't like the work. And that was their push. But for me, I actually really loved the organization I was working for. I really enjoyed the work, but it just wasn't fulfilling me anymore. I just didn't. I don't know, I just wasn't screaming at me anymore. And and at the time I was doing a little bit of work on the side. So I was doing some weekend work and that's what set my heart on fire. And I just had this moment of, I can't keep living like this. Life is too short. Like you have to lean in and do what you love. And at the time though, there was just no way I could do it financially. I really was in a position that I needed that sort of that income, but as the universe has it, you know, it shows you the way. And, you know, a good few months later, we, you know, we were fortunate enough that we had sold some of our investment properties and I really pushed for them. Again, they were being sold at a very bad time. We probably should have waited, but it was enough for me to go, you know what, this is it. I've got this opportunity now. I can use these funds and I can use this money to go and start my business. And um, by that stage, I just had so much I don't know, maybe that clarity in my mind that this is what I wanted to do. And I thought, absolutely, life is too short and you have to go and do what you love sometimes. And I think, I don't think, I don't know, I'm not saying don't, you know, go and throw yourself into things that you maybe haven't tried and tested. I had spent three years trying and testing it. You know, I had some clients on board. I'd done a lot of different courses Um, and I was starting to find that clarity, but yeah, it was just this really defining moment
0: when I thought, that's it, I'm done. I have to go and do this. Yeah, (laughs) for sure. And how, how much easier did it make the transition you think because your background was in sales?
2: Look, I do think it helps. Absolutely. Because I think that, um, you know, when I first, when I really jumped into it, I was able to pull all of my sales and my selling skills together to make it work Um, But I still had that real uncertainty, especially, you know, the first few months in business, that uncertainty of, yes, I've got a couple of clients on, but I need a lot more clients to make this business work. So it's that still level of uncertainty of, am I going to get them on? Because it's not just about my selling skills anymore it's about selling myself now so yeah. i can sell other people's products and services until the cows come home but now i have to sell myself and now i have to have this belief in myself and what i do and what i can deliver for people so i, I certainly think having a sales background helped to no end but it was still that that belief and that confidence in what i was selling that yeah. i had to you know i had to dig in and find
0: Totally agree. I mean, my world went upside down when I had to sell myself. I was like, what? Why does this feel so different? It's totally different. And it's like, (laughs) and your, you know, in your intro, we talked about, you mentioned imposter syndrome. I mentioned imposter syndrome. Talk about that. Like, did that show up for you, right? Like, what was that journey like?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think the imposter syndrome for me was Um, It seems so ridiculous, but it was going back into, so one of my clients at the moment is back in the pharmaceutical industry. And so back in the medical industry, and I had a bit of that imposter syndrome of going back into that industry, which seems crazy, because I've spent, you know, 13 or so years working there. But it was different because I was coming back in this sales capacity rather than in the capacity of I'm going to talk to the doctors and sell them medication. Now I'm working with the entire practice and we work with, you know, their customer experience and it's a whole different space. So, yeah, I really had that imposter syndrome and I had to really, you know, lean into a lot of the things that you talk about and, you know, really having that courage to ask for what you want, um, knowing you know knowing that the universe is going to show you things that you need when you need them and some a lot of that was also just having the courage to pick up the phone yeah. having the courage to pick up the phone and make the connections with people who i knew but i had that real fear of you know am i doing the right thing am i the right person for them but you know as it turned out when you when you kind of get in front of people and you sell them and you or you talk to them about what you can do It's an instant click. And then it's, you know, you come back into this sales world of, you know what, it either works or it doesn't work. You know, they either instantly go, yeah, I've got it. Yes, I get it. This is great. Let's go. Or they go, yeah, you know what? That's okay. It doesn't work for me. And to me always, you know, doesn't work or no is no. now is not a no forever. It's just a, no, maybe I haven't, I haven't communicated it to you in the right way, or maybe it's just not the right time for you right now. So yeah, I really had to kind of dig past all of that, that imposter syndrome and really lean into what I know in the sales piece, but also what I know in the
0: mindset piece. Yeah. Which we're going to talk about before we get there. I'm making lots of notes. All right. So at, I mean, since you launched your business, not a super (laughs) long time, you've had some incredible success already. So do you remember the moment where you were like, Oh my gosh, like this is actually working or, and you don't have to share exact numbers, but like, what was that moment like for you? Where it was kind of this quantum leap and you're like, it is happening. Like everything I thought, everything I dreamed about, like I have clients now.
2: Yeah, it was amazing. And I think that's why I'm so passionate about not like when you start selling, that's when you get your confidence. And a lot of people, I guess, think it's the other way around that. You know you need to be confident before you start selling, and that's not the case. I think you build your confidence as you go. But for me, that moment was insane because I'd bought on 10 new clients and then one really big client. And I remember just sitting back thinking, oh my gosh, I could do this, it works. Um, you know, and and it's for me, it's like it kind of wasn't until that moment because I can be incredibly confident in what I'm doing. I can be the most confident person in the world. It doesn't matter if no one buys what you've got. Yeah. So I really, I needed that. I needed to bring those clients on board to really kind of fuel that confidence to be able to go, you know what, I've got this, I can do this. And now we can start thinking about how we can grow and expand
0: on it. So many things I want to unpack there. Number one, the confidence (laughs) doesn't come first. Like you build your confidence. And so- And and to, you know, we're talking about the fastest way to catapult, catapult your confidence and increase your income. How much did that month or that moment catapult your confidence? Like, I mean, do you look back now and go, Oh my gosh, this is like, if someone shows up in front of me today, like I'm so confident I can help them. Like how much has that shifted for you?
2: Absolutely. hundred percent shifted. And it just even shifted in my language. It's shifted in the conversation I have. It's shifted in the way I speak to people. It's, you know, if I have potential clients and they come from everywhere now, it's sort of, you know, there's random people who, That's the who best. I find. Yes, it's so good. Um, but you know, something that I've also consciously worked on, you know, making sure that I've got those different levels, you know, I call it the different levels in selling. So I've got levels that I sell to direct consumers. I have levels that I sell to a business bit, like sort of a business to business model. And then I also have referrals. Um, so I make sure that I've got people drip feeding into different areas, but yeah, it's just, um, I think that you really, you do build that confidence once you start bringing people on board. And, you know, I say that to a lot of business owners who are, I work with a lot of smaller business owners who are really nervous to get into that sales and spelling space. And they want to sort of stay behind the computer and just do a lot of the marketing and, you know, my opinion is that until you really put yourself out there and start having those conversations and then start talking to people about what it is you do and why you're passionate about what you do, that's what it is that builds your confidence. And then the second you get, you know, one two, five, 50 sales on board, then you start to go, oh, yes, okay, I've got this, I can do this. And then that's when you start thinking about how you can, you know, how can you expand
0: it and go to the next level? Yeah, so good. So speaking of the next level... I know it's happening for you, you're expanding, you have major goals for your business. When you look back or even now in this moment, what was the biggest myth about money and revenue that you've had to overcome just to start to allow it to come in and to allow this, the stretch goal that you've set to also start to happen?
2: Yeah, look, I think there were two things I had to overcome and I have to be honest, you helped me with the first one and that was just listening to your podcast was that you had to make a decision on what that was. Mm. And I remember one of your podcasts, you were talking about, and I'm not going to remember all of the details, but I've got it all in my notes of, you know, making, being, getting clear on what, it, what, what the number was that you wanted, and then making a plan of how to achieve that. And for me, overcoming that piece was that, I guess in my head, the most you could ever earn was that corporate income. You know, it was the corporate wage and so my dad was a doctor and maybe that was you know that was one of my other pieces was that I could never earn more than you know medic someone in medicine because that was the that was kind of the highest or the, the epitome of income earning so that was another piece I had to get through but when you helped me to stop and think about what it was that I really wanted to earn and then how to create that plan to get there and For me, that was just that planning piece. It was just sitting down and going, okay, well, this is what I want to earn. How do I get there? What are the pieces I need? How do I create those containers? Um, You know, how do I throw away all of the things that... Because, of course, the first thing when you write that number down is all of those, you know, limiting beliefs that tell you, no, you can't do this or you shouldn't be able to do this or you're never going to get there. And so to write them down and throw them away was the most incredible thing. And then when you start believing in it and you start going, you know what, there are other people who have done this before, so surely I can as well. It's just about getting clear on what you want, having that plan. But then I think the biggest thing also is having that support and having people around you who also believe in you and help to push you to what that level is.
0: Yeah. Oh, my gosh. We had to hang out in your car for so long and I didn't know it. And I'm so glad. Like what a great reminder. It's true. I remember when someone gave me that gift of how powerful a decision really is and what that really, what it does energetically, because it closes the door on everything else. And all of a sudden it's like, you're moving forward, right? You're moving forward into what you want to create. So what are your top two tips for busting through an income ceiling? This I want to (laughs) hear. Um,
2: I think for busting through an income, ceiling, I think number one is definitely making a decision on what it is that you want. And when you do make that decision, it's then opening up to your mind to how you're going to achieve it. And, you know, like you say, sometimes you don't need to know the how, the how will turn up. For me, I, I needed to have a bit of plan and a bit of structure around it of, you know, if I'm going to do this, where where do those pieces come from? So I think that number one is that making that decision and getting really clear on what it is you want. But I think also what sits behind that is why you want it. And, you know, like I'm sure a lot of other entrepreneurs, for me, it's not actually about money. It's not, you know, about the material things that I can go and buy. For me, it was... The purpose piece and it was for me it was earning that amount of money meant that i could help so many people you know that meant that i was successful in helping other people to grow their businesses so that was a real you know that was a real driver for me was that what was behind it was the purpose piece um but i think the other piece for busting through an income ceiling is surrounding yourself by people who who are on the same path you know those people who are also driven to to increase their income to build their businesses to scale their business because as soon as you put yourself into a room with people like that you start feeding off where they're at and what their ideas are and you know talking about hiring people if I could never have imagined starting the business and thinking about hiring people and then you put me into a room where everyone's got employees and i've got uh-huh. my first my first employee starting next week so you know yeah it's really exciting so i think that's the other piece is really Surrounding yourself, And I know everyone says this, you know, surround yourself by, by those people who push you. But I think you can do that in a number of ways. Like, obviously, you know, being in a coaching group is what really helped me. But prior to that, I spent my life with you that you didn't know about. <laughs> you know? And, and that's like the beauty of podcast is that you can sur- surround yourself by these incredibly intelligent people all day if you wanted to, you know. And if it's, you know, drive for 20 hours a week, I get it. But I listen to podcasts now while I'm doing the laundry or doing the housework. <laughs> Um, But yeah, I think that's the other piece for busting through your income ceilings is, you know, surrounding yourself by people who are freely willing to give their advice and their, you know, their expertise.
0: There is, I agree. I want to just touch on that a little bit, because I will say that most of my quantum leaps have come through being in coaching groups and being around other people. Like private coaching is amazing. And I like some of that as well. And that's been helpful when I need like to pinpoint things, but really if I can see someone else doing it, I don't know how this resonates with you, but the second I can see a model or I'm like, oh, they did it like this, and maybe I put my own tweak on it, but they did it like this and they did it like this. Like I, I love hanging out with multi-seven figure CEOs. And to be in their energy, to be in their mindset, it's like you get this like instant just as this instant up level. So I agree, like wherever in your, you are in your business, hang out with people who are ahead of you. I mean, it seems like such a simple yeah. thing, but is that thing can completely, that can completely catapult you forward and into that quantum leap. And so for everyone who's listening, like, you know, if you're not in a group yet, that's ahead of you, that might be something you want to look for. In fact, we had a client one time who said um, her mastermind group fired her and said, you're too far ahead of us. You need to go somewhere else. And so she came to hang out with us. Wow. I know. Right. That was really powerful. And how powerful the of people around her to say, Hey, we can't really help you anymore. We see you. you're ready. Yeah. And so, and, but, and to your other point, if you're not there yet, or if you're like, Oh, I don't, you know, if money's the worry, I'd be listening to every podcast I could on money manifestation, because there's a million out there right now, sort through the ones, but I'm with you. I listen to podcasts constantly. And if I can be in the car for a little bit, I'm like, Oh my gosh, I'm going to listen to this podcast and stuff or whatever, going for a walk or whatever. So there's so much, you know, inexpensive free support that's out there. And like you, i I find like podcasts like this, where I get to interview incredible people like you who are making it happen. Like you're, you're telling them, you're like, this is what I did. This is how it went. This is the podcast where we don't just give a little bit. It's like we <laughs> share it all so that people can make those catapults as well. So, oh gosh, so many things. I want to talk about mindset because you mentioned it. And I know that's one of the things you help your clients with. You have clients who I've seen your posts are having quantum leaps right now. And by the way, everyone, you'll learn at the end how to follow Julia and how to hang out with her. So how do you work with your clients on mindset, making catapults in their business? Like, what do you want to share with our listeners? Like the juicy stuff, the behind the scenes stuff.
2: (laughs) Yeah, look, the very, very first thing that I do with my clients is I help them to get really clear on their purpose. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I've been following Simon Sinek's work for a long time. And I just, for me in sales, um, I find that that purpose piece, and it's regardless of the size of their business. So whether they're, you know, I work with larger corporate organizations and I get them to really dig into their purpose, whether it's smaller businesses, I get them to really dig into their purpose. And for a lot of reasons, you know, number one, that I guess our, you know, it helps in that, that connection piece with people that you can connect with people on that emotional level rather than just selling on your price and your features. And that was how I was really taught to sell was, you know, here's your product and here's your price and here's your features. You know, you sell your features and benefits. Well, I like his model because it flips it on its head and it says, no, actually you sell because of who you are and what you do and what your purpose is in life. So that's probably the very first thing that I get clients to do. And also I find when they do that, it takes that almost fear piece away from the selling because all of a sudden I'm not just selling you, you know, on my product or my price. And then, you know, I'm first of all, I'm selling you on who I am and what I believe in in the world. And it just, I feel like it has a very different connection, number one for business owners who are selling, but also for their clients. So for me, that's the number one mindset piece that I really try to, um, to move people to adjust, I guess, adjust their thinking in that space. Um, but then when it comes to mindset, we really try to dig into where their head is at at the moment when it comes to sales and selling and as you know most people the second you talk about sales and selling they think oh no I don't want to be a pushy car salesman <laughs> um, you know and it's also you know it's a little bit of that headspace of I don't want to feel pushy but then I also I'm I'm scared you know I'm really scared of if they say no so we then go back and try to reframe that sales mindset so really trying to flip what that mindset needs to be and, you know, what do you need to be thinking if you're going to go out and sell this to 100 people today? What is it that you need to be thinking? So we try to flip that that sales mindset. And then in the fear piece, it's just walking through and it's using you know, a few different techniques to help people to overcome that fear piece and understanding, really digging in and understanding what that fear is. You know, is it a fear of people saying no? Is it a fear of rejection? Is it a fear of success? You know, some people are, you know, have that flip where they're really afraid that if they do go out and sell thousands of their products or their services, then what, you know, and I literally have people say to me, oh, but I don't want to get too big. You know, they haven't sold a single thing and they go, but I don't want to get too big. So, you know, it's, yeah, it's um, it's using some of those techniques to really think, understand first and foremost where your sales mindset is at. And when we can get clear on that, then I can help and teach you some of the sales strategies and techniques, you know, with the small things around the making phone calls or once you get in front of clients or thinking about where your sales are coming from in your business. Yeah, so So good.
0: I mean, I I say that too, like we can teach strategy all day long, but if you have a limiting belief or you hate selling, it's gonna be really hard to get you out there. So you talk about purpose, mindset, and fear. And I think those are so key. And so for someone who's out there like struggling with, I, you know, I have my business. I think I know what my purpose is. Any advice for them to figure that out or how do you, how do you support someone who's kind of stuck on that? They think they know, but they're not sure maybe.
2: Look, I think, you know, all the things that we've spoken about, I think it's getting clear on your purpose. I think it's, I actually think the number one thing is to just go and sell it. (laughs) I think it's to just go and sell it. You know, I think if you're not really sure, and it might start with selling it to your family and friends, because they're usually the people who are going to agree with you. So it'll give you some level of confidence. Mm -hmm. I had a little bit of the opposite when I first started that my family, my friends all thought it was a great idea, but my family were like, Oh, I don't know about this. This is a very good idea. Um, So I really had to work hard to kind of convince them that I could do this. And this is a good idea, but yeah, I think it's just getting out there and talking to people about what you do and talking to people about what your idea is and move from your family and friends to people who are outside of that circle. And when you start to do that, you start to get your words around how you're going to sell things. And that's what you will end up taking with you. And I think that's what will help to build your confidence in that space. So have those conversations. But then the very next thing is to put some pricing on it and go and sell it. Go and sell whatever, whether it's a product or a service, I had a client the other day who'd made all of these beautiful baby bags, but hadn't sold a single one of them, you know, or had sold one to a friend. And I said to her, look, go to the markets and sell 10 of them in the markets. That's what's going to help to build your confidence, help you to understand what your customers and your clients want and need. And that's what's going to develop your business over time. So yeah, I think the thing is, if you know what your purpose is, and you're really determined to do it, get out there and start talking to people. And the first, the second you make your, you know, one or two sales, that's what will help you to get really clear on, right, yes, I can do this. And yes, this model works, or I need to tweak this model a little bit so I can move forward and, you know, make more sales
0: out of it. And so is the purpose. And so, like, I mean, part of the thing I'm hearing is that part of the purpose is to offer what we have, to solve the problems, meet the needs, and and to make that impact that we, desi- that we desire to make. I think, and Simon Sinek's work is all about knowing your why, right? I'm trying to remember all his... Yeah. Yeah. So how does yeah. that play in? Like, is it knowing my why in terms of the impact that I want to make on the world or how do you think of it?
2: Yeah, I think it is the impact that you want to make on the world and it's, it's the impact, but it's also the contribution. So it's your contribute, your individual contribution to the world. So what it is, what is it that drives you and what impact does that have on other people? And so when you get clear on that, it helps you to make decisions. Like for me, anyway, it really helps me to make decisions in my business. And I've made a couple of decisions before where it was absolutely not aligned with my purpose. And, of course, it all goes pear-shaped, you know, and then you like, its that instant reminder of, okay, you need to come back and use that purpose piece to make decisions about who you're going to do business with, about who you're bringing into your business, about who you share your information with, about how you want to show up in the world. And, you know, when it, even when it comes down to social media content and what you might be sharing on social media, does it align with my purpose? And, yeah. you know, so for me, it's empowering others to do what they love. And I do that so that we can both feel or we can all feel proud of the mark that we leave on the world. So when I think about my social media content, it's everything. Am I empowering other people to do what they love? You know, and when I work with my clients, it's I need to know what you love to do first. Don't tell me you're doing this business just to make money because that doesn't really fit with me. I work with people who love what they do and they just want to make that bigger impact and they want to feel really proud of what they do. So I think that why piece is getting really clear on what your personal contribution is. And when I say empower, I was like the little cheerleader at school. You know, I would be there cheering everyone on, you know, and really being that support person. Um, but it's funny, the proud word when I talk to my clients about, you know, how does it make you feel when you've achieved your goal? Like, let's put you three months down the track and you've achieved this. 90% of them say to me, I feel so proud of myself. So that's the real piece that I love and that I really lean into when it comes to the purpose.
0: Yeah. Well, and a big part of your purpose is helping others reach their goals, reach their purpose, right? Find their purpose. So it's like that domino effect out into the world. So beautiful. And personal contribution is a great way to think, like what is the contribution that you're making in the world? That is your purpose. And, you know, for anyone who's like, well, I'm not sure yet it's there. Like, think about like what lights you up, what gets you up in the morning? What do you love to see with your clients? What are the shifts that you help them make, whether it's a product or a service. So in kind of just starting to wrap up, I'm curious. um, There's a Julia out there listening right now, somewhere, somewhere (laughs) in the world. Maybe she's, maybe it's Julia, like a Julia, like a you four years ago, or maybe it's a Julia who's thinking about starting her business, or maybe he or she just started their business, right? What, what do you want to say to that person? Oh, wow. I want to say, keep
2: going. I want to say, don't give up, keep going. Don't don't listen to the people who tell you that you can't because there will always be hundreds of them and unfortunately um for some of us those people are really close and you know you really have to push through that and I think find your confidence piece and find those people who do believe in you and choose the stories that That will drive you forward. Don't choose the stories that will hold you back. So, you know, even when it comes to pandemics and is this a good time to start a business in a pandemic, I don't choose to listen to that story. I choose to listen to the story of, yes, this is a great idea to start a business and my business can help so many people during a pandemic. So regardless of whether it's financially good for me or not, it's great for my customers and my clients because I can help them and I can help them to think about different ways. So I think for those people out there who are wanting to start their business or maybe they're in those really early stages, just keep going and choose the right stories that you listen to that are going to build you and build your business. And get really clear on where you want to go. Sit down and write your plan out of, you know, what's your next 90 days going to look like to start you moving in that direction? Um, But I think also number one is just get a great coach. (laughs) Find (laughs) Find someone who... Because this is the thing, you know, and when you pay for coaches, like they believe in you, right? You're paying someone to tell you that this is gonna this is gonna work for you. So in some ways, you know, it's almost like that paid voice in your head. But the truth is, a coach is going to be able to look at things in a different light. They bring different energy, they can show and open the world up to you in a whole different way. So yeah. They're my things. Keep moving, find yourself a coach and listen to the stories that move you forward. Not the ones that are going to hold you back.
0: Yeah. Just keep going. I love it. And get a coach. <laughs> and on that note, that's perfect segue, Julia. Thank you. I'm going to bat that back to you. I know you have some great gifts and you have some other offers for our listeners all over the world. So please share with them where to find you and what you have.
2: Ah, Thank you. So I've just started my signature 12-month coaching program, which is really exciting. And we do a combination of all of the things that we've spoken about. So we do a one-on-one coaching. So we do, you get 12 one-on-one coaching sessions with me. We do group coaching sessions. So you get to come into this environment where you have other business owners and other entrepreneurs who are also scaling and building their business. Um, we do a two-day sales summit, which is you know, where we get to dig into all of the sales and the selling strategies. And that's a really, it's a really content heavy piece. So I always say to my 12 month clients, you can come to that as many times as you want to, because, you know, every time you come, you will pick up a few different strategies that will be useful to you at the time. But then in a few months time, there might be something else that you want to, you know, that might resonate with you at the time. So the offer is that I'm happy to do a free 30-minute consult for anyone who wants to kind of look at the different sales strategies. And I'm happy to look at the strategies they've got in place at the moment and make some suggestions over, you know, what else they could be adding into their business. Um, But then also I'm happy to offer a 50% discount on my 12-month signature program as well.
0: That's amazing. So how would someone find you or how would they take advantage of this opportunity?
2: Yeah, so um, I am new in business, so I'm still building out a lot of the things and I've kind of done the typical sales rep where I've gone and sold everything and now I'm working on the back end uh-huh. piece. Um, but you can find me on social media. So I'm on Facebook, just Julia Zilke, which is Z-I-E-L-K-E. Um, I'm also on Instagram as Sales Edge, And then my website is salesinsideedge.com.au
0: as well fabulous so I just want to encourage everyone find Julia reach out to her and Julia thank you for being a contribution to our show Julia Zilke you are amazing I know you're going to make such a difference in the world and I'm it's just an honor to be on this journey with you so thank you and I look forward to being on your podcast someday can I put that out in the universe absolutely you can (laughs) you know I'm working on that (laughs) (laughs) awesome of course you are all right well thanks again and we wish you the best the rest of this year and beyond
2: Thank you so much. And thanks for having me. This was lots of fun. (laughs) It was so much
0: fun. And to our listeners all over the world, we want you to catapult your sales success as well. And so again, thanks for being here. If there's anything we can do for you, you can reach out to us at contact at UrsulaInc.co. And we'd love to hear from you. Or if you have show ideas or guest ideas, definitely send them our way. All right, everybody, that's it for this week. Make this your most epic week yet. Bye for now.
1: Thank you for joining us today. And if you are ready to make your next quantum leap, let's do it. Ursula invites you to join us at the 2X Intensive. Go to salescoachnow.com slash apply. Don't forget to leave us a review on your favorite podcast app.